Hey, this is Funny Man Kenny Ken from it's New York work. City, baby. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening out there in Connecticut? How you guys doing? Oh, we Good excited to have We you, are doing bro. very well. How about yourself, Mister? How oh man, I'm I'm doing great, man. It's raining down here, but we having a great time. We blessed, and you know everything is moving forward as God's plan. You know what it is. Less than highly favored. We love it, man. We want to just take the time and say thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I know you've mostly talked to my brother Cooley over here. Uh, my name is Ndatengala, which is always tough for people to bite their tongue when they say that. So I simplified for them and say Natate, which is fine. But we'd like to thank you. For sp- Natate, Natate. Yes, sir. Natate. All right. Got it, man. We thank you so much for joining us on behalf of our listeners uh, for, for spending this Sunday afternoon with us. Um, such a blessed day for us to have some comedic re- relief. But um, that, that also has some passion man so we're very excited to hear a little bit more about your story and um and i know we are prepared to have some laughter while we go along uh how has your week been man i feel like we were just talking here a moment ago it's been a crazy week with the stock market performance um the crazy house that is now 1600 pennsylvania ave in washington i will tell us a little bit more before we even go into the, the happenings of the week tell us a little bit for our listeners that may not be familiar with yourself and the work that you are doing out there in new york uh, just a snapshot. Okay, real quickly, I am the Funny Man Kenny Ken. You can find me on every social site as Funny Man Kenny Ken. I'm one of the first people who has Funny Man on their on their name. Um, I am a comic out of New York City. Um, originally the descendant of Haiti. Um, my family's from Haiti. I speak Creole very well. Okay. So at the end of the day, I'm out here, you know, spreading the love, doing God's work and making people laugh and representing Haiti to the fullest, which now they call me the Haitian sensation. You know, so Ooh, at the end of the day, hit them with that one more time. The Haitian, what? those of you that don't know, it's funny man, Kenny Ken, known as the Haitian sensation, the host with the most jokes. I'm going to bring it to you live and I'm going to give you the truth. That way you understand and laugh about it. But you know, for real, you can relate. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love that, it. So, that, that definitely the horn. That's the horn right there. Oh, my we God. It, and and the, 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 the scene right now, you know, I, I feel for, for comedy, uh, it is much needed. We are living in times where every single day you can wake up and see something in the news that would just break your heart. Uh, my children, they I love the news, but there are times when I, I have to explain some words, you know, to them that are coming up in the news cycle. So tell me, how does that are you finding that within the last year um, things are a little bit different than the comedy scene? Um, are you getting more material? Um, is it right for us to even use that material? Because I don't think it's a laughing matter at times. How do you feel about actually, these current situations? Hmm? Actually, what it is, you this material, no matter what you do, you can wake up and go to turn on the water. And then put the toothpaste on your toothbrush. And then when you put your hand under the water to wash your, to just rinse your mouth, the water's scalding hot. So there's comedy in everything <laughs> you do. You get what I'm saying? There's comedy in everything you do. But based off what you just said, in the current situation of, 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 of the, uh, the people, the current mm. state of our people, right now, when you have to explain to these children what it is, I tell people all the time, parents, guardians, Speak to the kids. Tell them the truth, but you know how to word it. Don't just mm-hmm. flat out and say, "Oh, he's a racist and he hates us." Kids are not gonna—they're not gonna take it they're in not as understand well. It. Yeah, yeah. You just have to tell them. Listen, some people like other people more than others. I, I tell my daughter, some people like other people more than others. Now, this yeah. president right here—he's unexperienced, and at the end of the day, we have to look forward to what's to come. So, why right now we work for what we have? Do not let his words 
negate what's going to happen or who you are. Because if you know that, if you think to yourself that, oh, Haiti is a shithole country, excuse my language, mm -hmm. or Africa is a whole country, you have to look at the people. Have you seen anybody from ish whole countries? No, yeah. that's his perception on it because he sees it on the news. I personally visited Haiti and it's a beautiful country. Mm. You can look up videos of Africa. It's a beautiful continent. So do yes. not sit there and give the kids a false per perception of what is going on because of words. People get caught up in words so much yeah. that they take words to heart when all you have to do is look at what somebody says. You remember that old saying, if it isn't true, don't, don't, don't take time to think about it. Someone says you're ugly. Mm, mm, Are you really mm, ugly? Mm, no. Nah. You got, you made you got, you got children. children. Yeah. yeah you made in God's image. You're beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. That is such, that's such beautiful truth, though. And the way you say it, too, is that some people just like other people more than others. I, I love what you said there because you went into this at work. You know, you we all know that there's that one person from work is the long-lasting joke that you're about two minutes away from just flipping out on. It, they never done nothing to you. You just like somebody else. You like John more than you like Joseph, you know, and and I think that happens on a larger scale when we're looking at different um, um, classes. So whether it be, you know, people have more or people feel like they can relate because of sports. And I think that's, that's such meaningful for you to say the way we present it to children and the way we, we explain this will dictate how they view the future as well. Because what we don't want to do is create children that now start to have hate, right? They need to have a little bit exactly. more compassion. Exactly. Yeah, I love what exactly. you said. Exactly. Because when you when you educate a child, you remember children are probably the most honest and truthful people on earth. They will tell you something without thinking about it. Mm. So they'll give you the direct truth. So if you give them something, they'll take it in full heart and they'll relay it back to someone else. So I tell like my daughter, I tell my nieces, I tell them, listen, racism is just ignorance because you cannot possibly tell me you don't like me if you don't know me. So yeah. if a person doesn't like you and they, you know, they may say they don't like you, your response automatically should be, why don't you get to know me and see if you still like me? I love you it. know, I love it's I love something it. for somebody to think about because most people who have racism in their heart, you hear it all the time. Americans always say it. Oh. Oh, why they don't go back to their country? Damn Chinese people. They hate everybody. Chinese, mm, mm, black, they yeah. hate Russia. They hate everything. Like, as if that person did something to you. That person stands just the same way you stand. So racism is about ignorance because you didn't get to know the person yet to that's say true. you don't physically like them. Oh, man, that's that's mm. deep stuff, man. I love it. If you're just tuning in right now, we are here with New York's very own and the Haitian sensation. We just find out, baby. Funny man, Kenny Ken in the building. He's really spending some good knowledge over here with us. Um, So thank you so much for tuning in now. Please, I, I have to know, right? Um, I, I grew up loving comedy, um, you know, just like you. You, I also speak a different language. So at times when uh, I was watching the Eddie Murphys and, and watching whatever I could get my hands on back in South Africa in the early 90s, uh, comedy spoke to me. And as I got older, I understood that the comedy scene is, is intensive, you know, especially when you guys are out there grinding and going to the different clubs and performing Tell us a little bit about that, man. What gave you that those, those guts and glories to say, I want to get involved in this and I want to get out there and, and bring laughter to the world, knowing how competitive it can get. And sometimes even cutthroat. Is that really true? Can it get that crazy out there in that scene? It, it can. For those of you that listen, you, you guys can look at heckler videos and you'll see how crazy it gets where people from the audience will come up to the stage and fight the comic. I've seen <laughs> comic disrespect 
um, guests that are in the audience to the point where the guests are upset and they want to fight disrespect the women and call them bitches and everything like that, where it's not a good thing because my, my sense is this. I'm not going to disrespect you. Most people tell me, I invite them to comedy shows. They say, hey, don't joke on me when I get there. I don't mm-hmm. joke on anybody. Why? If I invite you to a comedy show, when I joke on you, I can ruin your night. Yeah. I can make it where Absolutely. I lose you as a fan. You're yeah. not going to like me anymore. You might see my name in lights. And you might see an HBO special with me on it. Your automatic response is going to be, F that guy, man. He's not yeah. funny because of your experience with me. So I try to tell other comics who I see do it. I say, think about what you're doing. You're losing a friend and a fan mm-hmm. right then and there by disrespecting them. Even if you, it's a joke, they might not take the joke the same way you take it. So you have to be conscious about what you're saying to the crowd. It's like with my comedy. Everything that comes out of my mouth, I think about how are you hearing it? I can get up there and say, oh, I pulled my thing out and I stuck it in the girl ear. That way she can hear where I'm coming. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Most, you don't know <laughs> who's in the crowd. So, I don't mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> some girl. That's some girl, funny, though. Somebody's I'm grandmother. Sorry. Yeah. yeah that might some be gr- it might be somebody's yeah. grandmother in the crowd that hear that. And she, I, I'm never coming to one of your shows again. You just lost the fan. You, you just, just lost, lost somebody. You offended them. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, you're right. So my you're thing right. is how I got into comedy, not to, you know, run too much mouth. Um, It was yeah, actually yeah. a dare. Someone yeah. dared me years ago, 2000. I'll never forget it. It was 2004. Um, I was working at a record shop, Um, you know, selling C, selling albums, CDs and stuff like that. Now they don't have that no more. But I was about to I was say, working kids, at a record CDs shop. CDs are little small round things for the kids listening. Actually, those of you that's from New York City, those of you that's from New York City on 34th Street right now is K Jewelers. In the middle of 34th Street, <laughs> oh, wow. across the street from Macy's, it used to be um, um, Island Records, and I used to sell CDs. I was one of the top sellers because I kept people smiling, and I danced with them while they listened to the music, because we, we would play the music for them. That way, they would hear what the album is. Nice. And oh, nice. A friend, of mine was like, a friend of mine was like, you are so funny, yo. You should do comedy. I literally said these words out of my mouth. I said, do I look like a comedian to you, sir? And <laughs> him. That evening, or a couple evenings later, he took me, we took, went out to karaoke, and it was an open mic thing, and he was like, you should go up there and tell some jokes. I said, my man, I just stopped with the jokes, okay, stop with the thing. <laughs> and he put my name up anyway. And when he put my name up, they called my name, my real name is Kenwood LaForest. Oh, so okay. when they called me, yeah, yeah, Kenny Ken is easier, you know, I like Kenny better. Yeah, I love Kenny, Kenny, Ken. Kenny too. Huh? Yeah, so when he called my name, I looked at all my friends like, you guys are in trouble, man. So yeah, I went up there get it. because the crowd started, go, 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 go. I go up there <laughs> and I couldn't think of anything to talk about. So I used old Eddie Murphy jokes, but I re-referenced them. I didn't actually steal them. I did the thing. Uh, ladies, make some noise. Beautiful ladies, make some noise. Not oh, everybody clap. Nice. Not everybody clap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There's some ugly, there's some ugly <laughs> girls sprinkled here and there. Take your time, take your time. And when I got the laughs, when I got the laughs, the response was so... So, so addictive that I continued and I noticed that they loved me. They liked me. They actually listened. And my projection to them was catching them where everybody's eyes were on me. I was sold. I was bit by the love bug, by the laugh bug. I was bit and I kept doing it and kept doing it. And here we are 13 years later, the funny man, Kenny Ken, the Haitian sensation is doing comedy all over you know, um, I just did a show last night. <laughs> I just did a show last night. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that. And yeah, and I'm, 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 
progressing. I tell people when you are in entertainment, it doesn't matter comedy, rap, yeah. singing, whatever, dancing. You have to be consistent. You have to be yeah. persistent. Because yeah, true, there are people true. who will tell you, oh, I don't want to, to hit the mic because I don't want nobody to steal my joint. But think about this. How are we ever going to know that you're hot unless we hear that oh, you're yeah, hot? That's true. That's Ooh. true. That's true. Ooh. 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 Yeah. And Ooh. I, I love everybody knows them. I love those mm-hmm. two words you use, the, the C mm. and the P, man, consistency and be persistent. And I think in this instant world of everything, people would say, I did it once and it didn't work. I dropped a joke and it didn't work. So I'm going to move on to the next thing. So the fact that you were speaking on being consistent and consistent doesn't mean that you don't experience some tough days through that. So because I'm sure you've had some nights where you go home like, man, this is tough. Right. And you got to yeah. you got to yeah. encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to use balance off with your loved ones to say, yeah, can you can trust me? You made a difference for me on this day. And then that gives you that perseverance and you become persistent in it. So I love that message, man, for our listeners in any industries. If you out there flipping burgers and you messed it up on the first time, be consistent. Flip those burgers. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Kenny. I've heard people, I've heard people not, I've heard people stop doing comedy because they weren't, they didn't get the response they want. Always remember this, every room, every place that you perform at will be different. You'll have a quieter group. You'll have a more excited group. You'll have Mm. an energetic group. You have to always stay consistent. So at the end of the day, you can say, I'm not going to do it. Okay. What do you, what else are you going to do? You're going to go home and do what? Watch TV? This is yeah. your journey. This is where what path you're on. So if you choose to negate that and go somewhere else, that's a conscious decision that you made that may ultimately have you wishing you would later. You become a wish or would person. I wish mm-hmm. I would have did it. Mm-hmm. Wish mm-hmm. And you don't yeah. do it. So years later, you say, dang, I should have did it. Oh, I used to do it. Why'd you stop? You could never mm-hmm. give them an accurate answer because you gave up. That's why yeah. you stopped. You didn't stop because something terrible happened. You gave up. I did a show with, oh, let me give a, 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 a tip to some of you entertainers that are listening, some of you people that are striving to get into business. Drinking, smoking, fine. You do your extracurricular activities on your own time. This is a career and a job. Take it mm-hmm. serious. In the beginning, I didn't take it serious. And I had a bad experience where I was on a boat and I went and bought a bottle of Bacardi. Love my rum. Oh, that's And I got the bottle on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get to the door and they search me. And they told me I cannot come in with the bottle. As silly as it's going to sound, I took the bottle, got off the line, and went and drunk the whole bottle. You lying. By myself. Oh, my now, gosh. Now, I get on the boat. It hasn't kicked in. I get to the boat, and it's time for me to perform. The boat's on the water. We're riding around. I'm drunk. I go to tell a joke. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, yeah, we're on the water. <laughs> Look at the beautiful water. <laughs> so beautiful. If you guys don't like this joke, you can't go nowhere. We're on the water. Where are you going to go? You might as well sit here and clap anyway. Have fun with it. And it bothered me so much that I learned it. It's funny because... <laughs> it's funny. Because I, and they recorded it, so I still have the video. I look at it all the time and I learned from it. <laughs> yeah. you like, I don't care. You If you don't like it, you can't go nowhere. You stuck. You can't go nowhere. You stuck on the boat with me. <laughs> but the lesson learned there was yeah. I didn't take the, I didn't take my job serious. I showed the work intoxicated and yeah. I messed up my actual day at work. So 
Use yeah. that. Use that for an example. Like you know, I've, I've, everybody's done it. I've seen people come there high. They walk into the thing. They smell like all types of marijuana and weed and everything. And they sit in. They hold the mic to their mouth. They're like. Yo, you so high, you didn't even realize that no one can't hear you. Or they forget what they're saying. And you see them, they, they tell the joke, they be like, yeah, and the fat girl said. <laughs> and they forget. <laughs> they forget. <laughs> Yo, Kenny, Kenny, just because of that, brother, hey, this is cool here. Yeah. So I want to ask you a couple of things, man. One thing I want to ask yeah, you is, uh, you know, um, I'm glad I got to talk to you, bro, because you know what? Uh, as a comedian and somebody who lives in New York City, you actually uh, know a little bit more about what's going on out there in the city. And there's a lot of myth, man, about being in the city and what people do in the city. And, and it's a kind of like a lot of people living all over the world They're like man if i can make it to the big apple you know even when i was a kid man that was one of my dreams to come over into new york city but one of the realities is that it's not as easy as people think is there anything that you would want to tell especially to our international audience we have a lot of uh, uh, listeners from uh, South Africa, most of them in, through the podcast, who might be just interested into coming to the Big Apple and make it big. Uh, what would be your advice to them? My advice when coming into New York City or any city for that for that matter, be cautious of who is around you. I always tell people, yes, it's great to explore, but try to explore with somebody that knows a little bit about the city as well. Don't just go by yourself. It's not, it's not safe world no more. The world isn't safe anymore. We're dealing with economical problems. So you have robberies at a high rise. You have people, um, what is it? Um, credit card fraud at a high rise. You have identity theft at a high rise. 90%, 80% of people are using debit and credit right now. Most of the time they don't carry the cash because they think it's safer. But by you just swiping at certain places, and here's little tricks that you'll see in New York City. You'll swipe it and it didn't go through the first time. And you gotta swipe That's a trick. That is a trick. Now they want you to swipe again. Oh. People don't clear it. People do not clear the machine. They swipe it again. That's a double payment. Oh. That's a double payment. You do so get much that money back, boy. It's tough. You can get it back. That. It takes forever yeah. sometimes. <laughs> to get back. And when in New York, you have to know what areas you should be at. If you're just exploring, there's no real reason for you to be in the inner city. And mm. this is not no pun against nobody in the inner city, but the inner city is a bunch of neighborhoods. There are yeah. nothing in the neighborhoods. When you come to New York, you come to explore. You want to see the beautiful sights of New York City. You don't need to be walking around. You don't need to be walking around East New York, <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah. You don't need yep. to be walking around there. There's yeah. nothing there. You don't need to walk around Queensbridge projects. Why are you walking around there? There's nothing True. for you there. So True. be conscious about some of the beauties of New York City. The Statue of Liberty, the museum, the Botanical Garden, the, the, the Bronx Zoo, which is infamously known, nationally known. Go to some of these places where they're public and you can have yourself a good time. As opposed to, oh, someone, you know, you just want to see what Brooklyn looks like. Okay, go somewhere in Brooklyn that is well populated and is an attraction, not in the hood. There's no real reason for a, a outsider to come into the hood because you're not going to know some of the signs of if you're in danger or not. 
And, and the mm-hmm. sign that you're in danger is if three or four people are talking to you at the same exact time, you're in danger. Oh, yeah. Only, Say that one more yeah, time. Only, They're trying to get yeah. you. That's so true. They're trying to get mm-hmm. you. Only one person needs to give you direction. Yep. Only one person, not three or four people. So three or four people circle you. They're actually holding you there for a reason. You know, okay. it's funny you say that, Ken, because I feel like in South Africa and in probably a lot of countries where, you know, you have certain areas where folks are struggling and it's never to excuse any crimes. But these folks are growing up in, in communities that that they feel like this is the only option. But that happens too back home where one person's touching you on the shoulder. You got the nice lady come in and say, don't listen to this person. But they are all a part of a team, man. You might even yeah. look at their arms. They're wearing the same wristband. And you're like, wait a minute. These people are together. So I love the, the, the knowledge you're giving us it, about New York. It, it's, it's a, a setup. setup. It's a setup. It's like we watch coming to America and we think it's just going to be as easy as how Eddie came over here. And you come to New York, man. It's a beautiful city. But I think to your point, you know, sticking to the Times Squares and so forth, there's a heavy police presence and you can get to actually enjoy the city and leave speaking positive about it. I think that's a good thing. And if you're in the city and someone approaches you and gives you a whole song and dance about what they're doing or what they need help for, you don't have to be rude. You can you can excuse yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you see them walking to you, look around you. You see somebody make eye contact with you and they start to walk in your direction. Pick your phone up. Mm-hmm. Pick it up. Even if you ain't calling them, like, pick it up and say, oh, I'm sorry, I ain't got no change or no, I can't help you. And then walk yeah, away and pretend like it. you're talking because this is the way we have to live today, unfortunately, because you have a lot of people that will take advantage of you, that will try to bring you into an area. I got bought into it. I mean, I'm from New York. Mm. Listeners, I'm from New York City, and that same thing happened to me. That's like I can give you accurate advice. I didn't put my phone up. Two, three people were approaching me, and when I went to go turn around, the third person started to walk towards me, which was the third body, and he automatically started talking. Excuse me, brother. Um, you know what? You know where this avenue is at? Um, do you have the time? Whatever he said, and at that exact moment, that's when I turned around. The other person had a gun on me. Oh my oh, god! When he pulled the gun on me. Mm-hmm. I, I automatically froze, and then I. Went to talk to him. I said, listen here, brother. This is going to be a bad experience for you because uh, I am broke. I was about to ask you for something. <laughs> so, uh, this, is, this is not, I think me and you could go hustle together. I don't know because I don't want you to waste the, the bullets on me. You know, it was a waste. So are you going to just shoot me? I don't have nothing, you know? <laughs> this is not even my clothes. It's my brother's thing. What do you want to do? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm with PM more time. And that, if you don't know why we have to getting kid in the house today, this is exactly why. <laughs> but I could not see that one coming, man. I thought they were about to hurt you. But he said it's, it's going to be a bad experience for both of us. Oh, my you gotta, God. You got to get him to recruit you. Kenny, another thing here, brother. So, what are the hardships of being a comedian, bro? Some of the hardships about being a comedian, a lot of people don't realize this as an entertainer. And it's not even comedy. Sometimes, as comics, we get paid to perform. Yeah. We get paid to perform. My no, my normal rate, and I'm open for booking, my normal rate is about $125 um, for a show. That means you pay me to get on stage and tell jokes. Now, there are these instances, in especially upcoming comics and, and, and entertainers, you're going to perform for free. Do not think you're not going to perform for free. As soon as you get that mentality, oh, I'm never performing for free, you will never get booked. You would never get booked. Why? Because think about this. You have to give a sample. 
how do I know you're funny? How do they know I'm funny? I have to actually perform. So there'll be moments where a person will call you and say, hey, funny man, um, I got a show over here This in the third, but we don't have a budget. People say, oh, I'm not going to do it. You never know who's in that audience. You might as well go do it. You mm. might as well go do that show because there's going to be the moments where you have to perform for free. And you mm. say, oh, but how are you getting paid? You'll get paid on the second show because if you do that well, they will call you back. If you perform and you kill that crowd and you do your craft the way you were, you you trained or the way you, you you practiced it, they will call you back. If they don't, you have made a mark. There is somebody in that crowd that's there who's going to actually book you or they're going to network with you. Oh, let me follow you on Instagram, follow you on Facebook. Um, let me get your card. Let me, let me give you my card. That's how this business works. The sad part about it is you can do a show and someone tells you, I'm going to pay you $125. Yeah. Now, you, you're excited about it. I always tell people, try to get your money before you perform mm. because try to get on John. This is how Johnny Gill does it. He won't touch the microphone unless you give him his money. So I try, I use a Johnny Gill um, segment. If you could do it like that where you can get your money first, it's good because there's a lot of times you'll perform. You know you're looking at $125. You already spent it in your head. You yeah. know what you're going to buy with $125. Now mm. you're going to look for the promoter. You can't find him. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. That's you true. Gone. He done you, disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared. Yep. You got you didn't get paid that night, and now it's on you to get home. Yeah. So you have to be conscious of some of these things. Is it worth it for you to do comedy in that room? Think about how is that helping your career? How is it helping you move forward? Because me in comedy, there's certain places, I'm not going to say I would never do comedy, but I won't go to mm, a hole in the wall. I won't go to your backyard. I'm not yeah. going to your backyard and doing comedy. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you ain't doing no Sweet 16 backyard barbecues, ain't you? No, yeah, I'm not doing it with the backyard barbecue. I've done Sweet 16. Um, I've done a Sweet 16 birthday. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to think about how is it helping you? Because remember, it's about progression. How are you moving forward? You're going to tell jokes for the rest of your life, if that be. Because me, I'm never going to stop. You guys will remember me. Remember I said this. I will be doing comedy while I'm gray looking like Fred Sanford. Okay? <laughs> so at the end of the day, I'm going to take my bumps and bruises. I'm going to do my free shows. I'm going to do my paid shows. I'm going to do the shows that are dangerous. I'm going to do the shows that don't even benefit me. I've done shows with two people in the audience. My motto is this. If you made it to this place to perform, the show must go on. Yeah. So you must perform no matter what. It doesn't matter who's in the audience. You perform because you don't know out of them two people sitting there one of them is that person that can take you to the next level where you want to go. Uh, yeah, thanks so much, man, Kenny. You know what, man? I really appreciate you, man, coming in through tonight, uh, today. And I uh, appreciate to all the audience, everybody who's listening. And one more time, Kenny, how can they get you on social media? You guys can catch Funny Man Kenny Ken on Facebook as Funny Man Kenny Ken, on Instagram as Funny Man Kenny Ken, Google Plus as Funny Man Kenny Ken. Check out some YouTube videos as Funny Man Kenny Ken. You can definitely check me out Snapchat, um, Twitter as Funny Man Kenny Ken. I am Funny Man Kenny Ken. I'm the Haitian sensation. I'm here for you. That's what I'm here for. I'm not here for nobody else. But for you. <laughs> we appreciate you. We're gonna have Kenny Ken, uh, Kenny, uh, Funny Man Kenny Ken. We're going to have him come down to uh, Denver soon. But Kenny, man, just to let you we go because we got to go. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. I'll be talking to you, brother. It and we'll be pleasure, having man. you soon on the studio. It was a pleasure. Definitely. We you Thank so you much, for brother. having me. Thank you for having me on the show. You guys are doing great. 
you know, much congrats. Listen, everybody that's listening, give them a round of applause because at the end of the day, they're doing something positive. You need to start supporting your family. You start supporting your friends. Start supporting your people because there's nobody else doing it. And if you're not doing it, support those that are. Yeah, oh, I appreciate it so I, much. And we're humbled by that. So absolutely. Thank you so much. It's the Home Away Show here on Money Production, Money Radio. And we had funny man Kenny Ken all the way from New York City the Haitian sensation so we thank you so much my brother stay blessed out there uh, yeah brother thank you, you. Uh, first man yeah hey Don't listen New York. Yeah. Hey, if I picked up one thing <laughs> I ever get robbed in New York I'm using catch <laughs> like, you ain't that funny though man. you ain't that funny <laughs> but <laughs> hey thank you ladies and gentlemen uh, just to leave you we'll be seeing you next week same time same place and we're going to leave you with this song, uh, Lauren Chia, who's actually based out of uh, America, and she's from, she's from uh, Cameroon. Smiling. And one day I feel my soul will break through every cloud above these waves. When I feel like I've been up for days, then I get all in my monster rage, fighting hard to keep my mind for sin. Praying God will take the pain away And I'm wondering where I should go Give me patience, I should take it slow In my heart of everybody's woes So I fly without the demon's hope uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate it. And uh, that was uh, Lauren Chia, based, uh, based in the United States. She's from Cameroon. What an artist. I really enjoy her music, actually. Uh, she has done some good songs, actually. She has done some uh, duets with... Uh, uh, she has actually been included in some songs with uh, a guy going down to South Africa soon, who... Um, Ah, the Christian rapper. I actually forgot his name. This is so funny. But also the game from Los Angeles. She's been with the game from Los Angeles. Uh, Chance the rapper was, uh, yeah, is the artist I'm talking to. Shout out to Chance the rapper, actually. He'll be going down to South Africa pretty soon. Hey, catch us on, uh, you can catch our podcast on iTunes. Uh, tune in podcast you can find us there google play podcast we are everywhere we're gonna post this song and we're gonna post this um <clears throat> we're gonna post this whole entire show there too thank you so much for listening on this sunday and i appreciate it from uh, to uh, kenny man for giving us an opportunity and to be with us today what a man uh, shout out to all of you who are listening we were striking a crane to globe you're listening to, you're listening to, Bunny Radio. <laughs>